0: What's going on everybody? Welcome to episode number 20 of Trail Tales. I can't believe I'm already 20 episodes in. My name is Kyle O'Grady and I am a thru hiker and a peak bagger. I hiked the AT this past summer and this is the podcast where I chat with other thru hikers, peak baggers, ultra runners and all around hiking nerds about their experiences on the trail now today i am joined by ramblin rosie she hiked the appalachian trail this past summer that is the summer of 2018 and we talk about a bunch of different stuff all related to the at we talk about what it's like to through hike when you are married with a spouse at home we talk about the four state challenge on the at and we also give some advice for those of you that are starting out your through hikes maybe you've even started already Uh, Just some advice on how to stay healthy at the beginning of your hike and not overdo it. Rosie, thank you so, so much when you hear this for coming on the show. Thank you for not making fun of me when I completely butcher a couple questions in this one. (laughs) Definitely wasn't my best episode when it comes to that, but it was still an awesome chat. I think it was pretty funny. And yeah, Rosie, just thank you so, so much for being willing to come on and share your story. We're going to get into the conversation in just a second here, but first... Those of you that listen to the show every week know that I like to bug you with a couple things before the conversation starts, and one of those things is five-star iTunes reviews, but this week, you're in luck because I'm not going to bug you about it. A listener named Nick is going to bug you about it because Nick recorded a little jingle asking for five-star reviews, and he sent it to me. He said he got drunk one night and just kind of just kind of did it, so... I think it's hilarious, and we're going to listen to it right now. Please give me a five-star review So other people know I'm a pretty good dude Please give me a five-star review
1: So other
0: people know Good dude, please give me a five-star review, so other people know... Isn't that song just, isn't that just great? I think that's so funny. If anybody else wants to send me a jingle like that, or actually at the end of the episode, I mentioned that somebody should send me a jingle for the story time segment. I think it'd be kind of funny to play a fan song right before that part of the show starts, so you should definitely... Do that, you can send it to pod at gmail.com. Even if you don't have a song, you can still send me an email. Why don't you send me an email and tell me where you're from? I can actually see all the data about the states and the countries that the show is downloaded in. I know for a fact that there's some people out in other countries besides the US that listen to this, I know there's some people in the UK and Australia, and New Zealand, and a bunch of other places. I know there's people all across the U.S. as well, so I may be a hiking nerd, but I'm also kind of a geography nerd. I spend a lot of time kind of fucking around on Google Maps, so I would love to hear about where you're from and all that stuff. Uh, Yeah, send me an email, trailtalespod, trailtalespod, at gmail.com. Instagram is a thing as well, at trailtalespod. Twitter, same handle, at trailtalespod. I have a Facebook. I started to post on there, or I posted once on there at least. If you just search Trail Tales, I think it'll come up maybe. I've got one like on there right now, which is kind of sad, but also kind of funny. So maybe we can get up to like three or four by the end of the week. I don't know. Go like Trail Tales on Facebook as well. The last thing I want to say before we get into the conversation here is... There is a Patreon for Trail Tales. Now, I know, I know, you're about to hit the skip button. You're about to skip forward 30 seconds, but don't do that. I'm going to try to make my pitch a little bit more entertaining this time. What I'm going to do is I have a random word generator pulled up in front of me right now, and I'm going to just generate a random word, and using that word, I'm going to try to give, like, a 15-second pitch on why you should support the show on Patreon. It might be super cringe. It might be really stupid, but... I'm gonna try it so here we go I'm clicking the button right now okay the word is protest so I know a lot of you might protest spending money on unnecessary things like some douchebags podcast but it really helps because I spend a lot of time and a little bit of money as well on this show I don't make anything from it except for the nine dollars that scott my only patreon supporter has given me so far so scott you're the man thank you for that but yeah don't protest this any longer and please help support the show on patreon you'll get a bonus episode and some bloopers and some other bullshit all right let's do it time for the show episode number 20 with ramblin rosie that's what she goes by i'm not making fun of her by saying that ramblin rosie appalachian trail class of 2018 Okay, episode 20, round two. Here we go. So far, so good. I'm here with Ramlin Rosie. That is her name on Instagram. Her real name is Kaylee. She hiked the Appalachian Trail this past summer. We think we maybe passed each other, but probably not. Maybe, I don't know. maybe
1: not. <laughs> we were
0: kind of trying to figure out if and where that happened, but I'm not really sure, so we're gonna we're just gonna leave it as a big maybe but no she she hiked the appalachian trail this past summer and she was nice enough to come on and do a little episode of this podcast after a random out of the blue instagram direct message so rosie thank you so much for that how's your evening going so far
1: yeah it's good right now i'm prepping for a doing some hiking in Big Bend in West Texas. Um we'll leave tomorrow, so it's it's a good evening.
0: Oh, nice. I yeah. I didn't even know Texas. Uh, actually, that's not true. I've heard about the Lone Star Trail before, but I don't really know too much about Big Bend. Like what's that all about?
1: It's mostly canyons. Um I don't know. I've never been before. I was born and raised in Texas, but um I don't know anything about it. Um guiltily. Um uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm from East Texas, so Texas is pretty big.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. But we'll see. Yeah, you you got to let me know how it is because I'm always looking for new places to uh, branch out to, especially states that I haven't spent a lot of time in. Although I, I did go to Texas when I was a lot younger, like almost every major city there except for like El Paso. My family, we just did a big old tour around Texas, and I don't remember much because I, really? like, <laughs> I, I was probably like... Really? Why? I was probably like... Oh geez, I like maybe like twelve. I don't even know. I, I was real young, but I do remember a place called Oh, it's either Ruby's or Rudy's Barbecue. I think Oh, it was Rudy's
1: Barbecue. Like yeah, I, uh-huh.
0: I I still remember that. I don't remember anything else from that trip. Maybe the Alamo. I remember that a little bit too.
1: <laughs> but you remember the barbecue. That I sounds about the right. Barbecue and let barbe- me just say, shout out, Mouse King. You hear that, South Carolina? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Texas is cool. Texas is cool. But we're not here to talk about Texas too much more. We're gonna talk about. <laughs> Through hiking and all that good hiking stuff for all the hiking nerds that listen to this bullshit. Okay, first question, getting the interview going here. So Rosie, I kind of want to know, how did you learn about through hiking and long distance backpacking?
1: Yeah, so um, like I said, I'm from Texas, so it's not something that I grew up with really. Um, I feel like it's kind of an East Coast thing or a West Coast thing. So You got the AT and the PCT and those are a little right, more right. well known. Um, but, uh, my husband's military. And so we were living in Virginia for just 10 months. And while we were there, we were doing a lot of camping in Shenandoah. And, um, I don't know, just randomly while we were hiking through some trails in Shenandoah, I was like, this is Appalachian Trail on it. I feel like I've heard that name before, but I don't know what that is.
0: Right, right. Um,
1: I got home and, um, I just started researching, and that's when I discovered there's a whole culture to it. And uh, because we were only going to be there for 10 months, we were only going to be living in Virginia for 10 months. And um, I, I didn't bother getting a job. I quit my job before we moved to Virginia. Okay. Yeah. And – um because i didn't want to get a job and like screw a company over 10 months later i was like okay what am i going to do with this time and mostly it was like walking in woods uh behind my house <laughs> which is like super weird to say and then doing some freelance editing and um i was just like might as well give this a go yeah um, why not yeah
0: so did how how long after you discovered like what the at was did you actually like set out to thru hike
1: oh gosh um, okay, so I never set out to through hike really. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Um, I always knew that it was a possibility, but that's not really how I framed it. It's not how I wanted to go about it. Um, I like I said, I discovered what the AT was um just while uh walking around Shenandoah. And right. um I thought, hey, I'm spending most of my time in the woods anyway. Why don't I go down to Georgia? And And give it a go, but it it wasn't like okay, let me give the whole AT a go. It was more like okay, what what's a goal that I would be proud of that I think is realistic? Um, Because because I had never really done backpacking before, besides like a high school trip that was very much like chaperoned and like spoon fed to us, right, right. And and so I started out with just wanting to do 100 miles, and then I, I was always open to if if I want to do more than, than I can. Um, and, and I'll just keep like checking in with myself. Am I happy still doing this? Do I still want to hike? Um, I didn't want to make myself do something that I absolutely hated or wasn't enjoying or like was just doing. I I was never about like, okay, Katahdin in the distance, like that's my goal. It which by the way, like I, Think that's so awesome that some people are like that and they do think that way, um, but for me it was it was more about like whatever mountain I was on and um, I just set short term goals for myself and and then would check in like okay am I still happy doing this do I still want to be out here doing this and the answer was always weirdly yes
0: and thus <laughs> um, you made it the whole way
1: yeah and and thus I found myself at the base of Katahdin looking up <laughs> at it like what. <laughs>
0: that's see that's crazy so at first I thought you kind of meant there that you just like went to do a section and then you were like ah, I guess I'll just go the whole way but uh, that makes a little <laughs> bit more sense I feel like maybe this is just like me I guess but it must have been like in the back of your mind somewhere that like you know you still like must have had some desire to like do the whole thing I guess even if you didn't want to just like commit yourself to it I guess I don't know oh my god I'm God, I'm no, no, o- I'm only good. two beers in.
1: No, no, you're good. This is what I get for pushing it a, get <laughs> an hour. You're making me feel no, no, better. No, no, it's okay. It's
0: okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't even know where I was going with that. Um,
1: no, what well, you said, you were trying to get at, um, that maybe somewhere in the back of my mind, I wanted to do the full thing, but I wouldn't like commit to it. Really? See,
0: hear this, folks. I don't even have to ask the questions anymore. <laughs> Rosie just Rosie just knows what I'm gonna ask. I'm just gonna mute my microphone for the. But no, no, that that's that's pretty much what I was going for. Yeah.
1: Well, the only reason I know you're trying to ask that is because I was kind of accused that um, accused of that a lot, and and a lot of people um, thought that maybe I I didn't want to look at it like the full trail because I would then I'm not risking failure, and that's that is totally a fair um, critique. Um, or question, and I don't know. It, I didn't feel like I was ever without goals, and I always knew that it was a possibility. And and yeah, is there a part of me that would like love to be singing on on top of And like for sure? Mm-hmm. You know, who doesn't desire that? But for me, it was more about like I don't ever want to put that goal above what I'm doing with my life. Like I very much like to look at whatever it is I'm doing as an if rather than like a when. And I was corrected um, by <laughs> even like people in towns, they would always say, I would frame it like, if I make it to Katahdin and they would always say, when, when you make it, yeah. when you <laughs> make it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's great. Like power of positive thinking, if you want to look at it like that and that helps you look at it like that. But for me, I always want the option to know that I'm choosing what I'm choosing. I don't know. I don't want to feel like I'm stuck. If that makes sense, no like,
0: that that definitely yeah. makes sense. Um, I, I think one of the reasons I had such a hard time like framing that question is because like it's just very different from the way I came at it. Uh, some of the regular listeners will probably know <laughs> that I've mentioned before that I was like very much in the opposite camp. Like right from the get go, I was like, okay, like if I don't get injured, like I'm doing this entire thing. You're gonna make it. Exactly. Yeah, which is like,
1: which is totally admirable, too.
0: Right, right. But I, I just yeah. think that's, like, so interesting that you came at it from a different perspective. Honestly, something that I haven't really thought about too much, but uh, I th- I think that's valuable because I'm sure there's people listening to this right now who are either at the beginning of their thru-hike still or are going to be leaving, you know, the next couple weeks or month, months or, or just anytime soon. So I think that is kind of cool. People yeah. don't, don't listen to this and listen to me and be like, oh, I have to, like, be like dead set on making it right from the start like there's other ways to approach the the goal there's other ways to approach the challenge
1: yeah definitely and and to like just make sure you're enjoying the trail is is i mean i guess that was like my biggest thing about it i didn't ever want to like not be enjoying the trail and and be putting that goal above um my desire to be out there, I guess, if that makes sense. Like I had some friends that I started out with at the beginning that like absolutely set their, set their uh, sights on Katahdin, which, which is great. And then they decided to stop in the Whites. And I had so much respect for that because, wow. yeah, because they were just like, look, we're not happy out here. And this is like the best part of the trail. We want to return to this when Come back, we're ready. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I just think that that's, really beautiful in, in a way. Um, I have a lot of respect for that too. You know, it's not just all about how many miles am I crushing and, um, and did I make it to Katahdin? Did I, did I quote unquote through hike, you know?
0: Yeah. 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 Absolutely. No, I think that's, I think that's good to have on the show because a lot of the other guests I've had on so far have kind of been in the same like mindset that I was, as in, like, you know, very just gung ho about making it, not wanting to skip anything, and just like, you know, and, and again, like you said, like, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, I'm not, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. regret Total the respect way for I, that,
1: too. Exactly.
0: Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't regret the way that I did it at all, but, you know, it is good to highlight that there are other ways to approach it, you know, and at the end of the day, it's a vacation. I mean, like, you don't want to be miserable the entire time on your vacation, yeah, right. I guess. I know, <laughs> right. I know that I did push myself quite a bit like that. Uh, and there are definitely times where I wasn't having fun, where I was just kind of in that grind mode. But at the end of the day, like chasing that goal was kind of fun in a way. It's like it's like type two fun, right? It's like not necessarily fun <laughs> at the time, but then at the end of the day, I look back on it. I'm like, oh yeah, when I was going up that mountain, like sweating my balls off, that was actually pretty dope. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I
1: don't want to make it sound like I just every single day was like nothing of but course, roses. You know, it was it was. Um, I my worst time was in new york actually and um and even then when i was at my lowest point i still was like okay this sucks but at the same time like i just i also love being out here yeah yeah weirdly so it definitely sucked too but you know the whole cliche embrace the suck was
0: that's like that's like almost part of the fun sometimes i kind of go yeah. back to what i just said it's just like making it through sometimes i don't know I don't. Know. You, you got to find a balance. I feel like you can't just be like gung ho all the time about just like you know crushing the miles and not having any fun. And I also feel like I'm treading lightly saying this, but I also feel like it is kind of nice to have like some sort of uh direction, I guess, or like be driven a little bit to finish at the same time. You gotta, you gotta kind of walk those two lines. I feel it's like. a
1: balance. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. No, I, I think that's really cool. I think that's kind of refreshing. Like I said. So with that said, we're going to talk a little bit about the beginning of your hike. So Rosie and I were talking, uh, just kind of messaging a little bit earlier today, trying to come up with some topics to talk about tonight. And one of the things that she had mentioned was that she pretty much started on the couch and (laughs) hit the trail and just kind of went with it. And she had... You you know what? I'll let you talk about this a little bit. I, I know you'd said that you had tried like pretty hard not to get injured because you hadn't really trained at all can you just kind of talk a little bit about that first month and maybe some of your strategies to keep yourself healthy while you were kind of getting your trail legs per se
1: yeah so i honestly think that the best advice that i got was that first week don't do more than eight miles um and the person that gave that advice meant it like across the board, regardless of fitness level, yeah. regardless, oh, yeah. yeah. Whatever you think you can handle, even if you can like crush 20 straight out of the gate, um, don't. Because whatever, whatever it is you're doing at home, whatever kind of training you're doing, it's, I don't know, it may or may not be something similar to the trail, but you still need to give your body time to adjust uh, to something that is daily like this and all day. Um, and so even if you get in to the shelter or camp before then, just give your body time to rest. And I thought whenever I read that advice, I was like, oh yeah, eight miles, like I can do that. Like that's easy. Um, I'll just stop early, even if I'm feeling <laughs> good, it's fine. And then I discovered <laughs> Georgia's tough. <laughs> um, and I was, like, it, it felt like I was, like, crawling to the shelters at the end of the day at um, eight miles. But that, that was because I just, like, slacked off and, like, wasn't doing anything <laughs> at that point in time yeah. Um, But also if you're in that place and whoever is, like, listening and, like, about to set out and is just, like, going to go for it, like, I would just tell them don't be discouraged when you see people blazing past you yeah. because it's a mixed bag. Um, a lot of people that were in, really good shape and this is nothing against them um but a lot of people that were in really good shape and able to to crush those miles right out of the gate did end up with energy uh injuries and um and i really think that that advice that i got is what saved me from any injuries not that that i was really capable of doing more than that to begin (laughs) with
0: (laughs) no i i i think that's really good advice Uh, i'm sure those of you that are listening, if you've done any research at all, you've probably heard that before, and that's for yeah. good reason. That is super, yep. super important. If anything, just so that you don't wear yourself out mentally. I mean, obviously, like the physical aspect, not getting an overuse injury while you're not in shape yet is like huge. But even if you are like Scott Jerk and you can just go out there and start crushing 20s right from Springer, I still feel like you might burn yourself out a little bit if you do that. You know, if anything, just give yourself some time to adjust to like the new lifestyle and the uh, just like all the craziness, all the people that you're meeting, all these like new situations uh, that you're finding yourself in. Like, I think that's so so important. I know for me, I like, I I did train a little bit, not like super super intensely, but I was I was in decent shape when I started. Yeah.
1: Well, and you'd already done the long trails, so you knew kind of what to expect. Yeah, yeah, I
0: I had done quite a bit of hiking, <laughs> so I, I kind of yeah. like, knew my limits, I guess um doesn't mean I wasn't paranoid about getting injured but I I I did still like start like a little bit slower than I like almost wanted to I did like 15 my first day (laughs) not to not to break your rule (laughs) yeah I did like that was honestly just because of the way the logistics worked out or that's what I'm going to use as my excuse anyways but I did take a couple lower days after that a couple under under 10 days after that uh even though I was feeling good just because I knew that like I needed to ease myself into it I was kind of making friends and all that stuff. So that is like such a important piece of advice that I would give to people. Even if you start late, like me, I've had a couple people reach out and be like, Hey, Kyle, I'm starting, you know, in mid-May, like you did, you know, what's like your advice for whatever. Like, even if you're starting in mid-May, you still have plenty of time or you can flip if you have to, like, don't get an injury right from the start because then you're not going to make it at all, let alone yeah. too late. So definitely a huge piece of advice. So
1: yeah. I mean, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want, of course, but <laughs> but I really think like that that is the biggest thing that I attribute to like not having any injuries and going straight from the couch. And then like I said, like even people that knew what they were doing and weren't in shape, some of them had to drop out.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I know that when I was kind of uh like thinking about this topic a little bit, like trying to come up with some questions. I I know you just said a second ago that you had like purposely kind of listened to that advice were you like nervous or paranoid at all about getting injured before you started
1: uh i i wouldn't say i was paranoid about it um especially because i knew that i was going to take it slow and just like and and like i said i wasn't i hadn't set my sight on Katahdin yet so I wasn't really nervous right
0: after I asked the question (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) um so I wasn't like oh am I screwing myself over for you know a six-month hike I wasn't at that point yet
0: right right that 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 makes a lot of sense like I said like right after I asked that question I was like you know what that kind of goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of the episode because she wasn't really as concerned with making it the entire way like through and through I guess so that, see, I, this is kind of like bringing out some of the uh, differences in our hikes. I, I I like this because I was like very, very paranoid at the beginning about getting injured. Honestly, the whole like first half of the trail, even I was like pretty nervous about it. So I I just kind of wanted to like see how you felt about that. But that kind of makes sense. All right. So I lost my train of thought, but we're back in it now. I'm really on my A game tonight, folks. No, we're going to talk a little bit about night hiking. Now, this isn't something that I've talked about too much with other guests. I think it might have come up a couple times, but I don't think I ever dedicated like a full on section of the conversation to it. So I'm kind of excited to talk about this a little bit. So, Rosie, you you, (laughs) God, oh, my God, I I heard I heard my uh, my audio come through your like your headphones a little bit after. No, 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 no is it You're throwing fine. you off no no, no it, it like when i heard my little boo there it was just super cringy but that's hilarious uh, i i can't wait for the blooper reel for this one all right i don't
1: know i don't know if i i'm, I'm even going to be able to listen to this because i don't want to hear the sound of my voice
0: <laughs> Oh, welcome. i don't know how you
1: do podcast <laughs> oh i don't
0: i i have a hard time listening back to my episodes too honestly <laughs> some like sometimes i'll like like listen to like 30 seconds of the introduction and then as soon as i start like asking people to like Follow me on Instagram and, like, review the shit. Like, all the, like, the stereotypical, like, yeah. YouTube or, like, podcast, like, introductions. Sure, sure, like, yeah. be sure to leave me five stars. Like, I just, I have to note out <laughs> after that. But <laughs> So good. No, we're going to talk about night hiking a little bit. So this is something that I don't really do that much or, or not something that I do purposefully anyways. I've done it, like, a couple times. You know, sometimes on like... Weekend hikes or section hikes, you get to the trailhead kind of late after work or class or whatever and you gotta hike in a couple miles, but I I definitely haven't done that much night hiking. Maybe a couple like sunrise and sunset hikes too, but that's about it. So Can I ask why? Honestly, I I don't really have a good answer for that. Like I'm I'm trying to think why. Um,
1: I mean if you just don't want to, it's totally legitimate too. I'm just curious. It sounds like you're purposeful about it.
0: The reason I'm kind of like tripped up about it is because I don't really have like anything against it either. Like I don't I just like don't I guess I I don't really do it unless I have like an actual need to. So kind of going back to what I just said, like if I'm going to do like a sunset hike or like a sunrise hike or like going to the trailhead late, um, you know, something Maybe like that. Maybe you're
1: just a, you're just a fast hiker so you can get to your locations in time.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> I mean, I guess I am kind of a fast hiker too. There was never really a time where I had to night hike like uh by, like not by choice I guess.
1: Yeah, I'm a self-proclaimed very mediocre hiker. I was slow even towards the end. I was always the slowest of whatever trail family I was I was with at that point um and you know, there's nothing wrong with that either, but it it definitely made for some night hikes too and and I ended up really uh coming to learning to love them.
0: Yeah, so if you said that you kind of enjoy them then did you ever like do it on purpose per se too, or was it usually just kind of at the end of the day um, when you kind of ran I don't eh, I don't want to say you ran out of time uh, just just yeah. kind of like getting in later, I guess?
1: Yeah, so they started out I guess um, because I was running out of time uh, but then I ended up just really enjoying them and at that point I, I wasn't worried about uh, getting to a certain place at a certain time, so I guess at that point it it was on purpose. Okay. If that make sense. No,
0: no, that makes sense for sure. Yeah. So, why did you kind of come to enjoy it then? I don't know. Try to try to convince me to do some more night hikes here, Rosie.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I can convince you. Um because I I it's hard to describe like even why I enjoyed it. I just I guess it's the same reason why I enjoyed getting up really early like even before the sun was up. Um because I just felt at that point that the trail belonged to me um which is maybe a weird thing to say but but have you ever had that experience where maybe you got up early to go to work and it's maybe in winter time and so it's dark still um later on and you just kind of feel like the world is quiet
0: yeah i i think i know what you're saying i'm usually like not a morning person but okay. I, again i i, <laughs> I, I yeah. know what you're going for there i, know I don't think going i'm for.
1: gonna i don't think i'm gonna convince you um
0: <laughs> you can still try
1: Yeah, but, yeah, so I just – I had that same feeling. Um, I just felt like I was – I mean, I didn't night hike solo all the time. Um, I mean, there were several times where I had other people, but whoever I was with, it just felt like, I don't know, whatever was spread in front of us, whatever part of trail, it just felt like it totally belonged to us. And I just – I don't really know how to describe it exactly, but – I don't know. It was just magical. Like once golden hour hit, and then and then it was dusk, and then the sun like finally like dipped all the way, and then the stars started coming out. If you happen to be on a bald or a place where there were stars, yeah, day, yeah. Um, it it just it felt like a totally different trail, and like a different world, and um, and and you know what? The reason why I think now now talking about it, why I enjoyed it so much was. Even in um, Virginia, before I right before I decided to go to Georgia to do the the first hundred miles and then see how I felt, um, I I was walking in the woods behind my house and I could see the woods from my house, and I knew them like I knew the trails back there like the back of my hands because I was walking them every day. And which, by the way, I would not call them like hikes. It was definitely just walks. It was like <laughs> flat ground. It was right, not at. Right. <laughs> um, and. Whenever the sun set, it felt scary. Like being on the outskirts of the woods and like seeing it change and then hearing like the different sounds that would come out of it, it just felt totally different in like a foreign world, but a really, really scary one. And and that's when my heart would like leap into my throat and, and I felt like I couldn't swallow because I was like, I'm going to be living in that. I'm going to be in those woods either in my tent or... Or I'm gonna be in a shelter, and there there isn't gonna be anybody that I know at first, and I'm just gonna have to do it. Yeah. It just felt like a totally foreign concept, and it really scared me and once I started hiking the a t and I started sleeping in the woods at night and it became less foreign, then I started getting like a little bit braver and a little bit braver and and I started enjoying like even being by myself with like just my headlamp and seeing just five feet in front of me and like trusting. I'm the scary thing that's that's gonna come across in the woods, or if I'm not, like I'll be able to handle it.
0: Right, right. Um,
1: and I don't know, like I guess I just felt really empowered doing that. Um, now that I'm talking about it, like I think I think that's part of why I enjoyed it so much. It wasn't just that it felt like a totally different trail. It just felt like I'm literally walking by myself at night in the woods and it feels amazing.
0: That's pretty badass, yeah, for sure. No, no that that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Honestly, does that convince you? (laughs) I don't know if I'm convinced, but I will say that some of my favorite memories, not even from the AT, because I didn't really have too many experiences like this on the AT, but especially from the long trail, um, there's a number of like shelters and campsites on the long trail that have like views where you can like see the sky pretty extensively, I guess. And yeah. Like, like I said, some of my like best memories from that trail are at spots like that at night where you can see not only the stars and stuff, but you can also see like down into the valley and see like the lights from the city and everything. The I guess you can't really call it a city in Vermont because there's really not any cities here, but the towns and all that <laughs> stuff. Um, and, and that is definitely one of like the coolest things I've ever seen uh, hiking. I know, actually, it did happen one time on the AT. I was in Shenandoah. And we like purposely Oh
1: interesting. We okay. like
0: purposely stayed at a campsite there. Not it wasn't even a campsite, it was like a view marked in AWOL. And thanks to Gut Hook, we knew that there might have been some stealth spots there and some water nearby. So we kinda posted up there and like I I took like some awesome pictures there. I should probably post some of those on Instagram or the video I took. Just like sitting out on this like rock ledge, like cooking my dinner, like right next to my hammock. Like it was so beautiful, so I I definitely know where you're coming from, you know, with the whole night thing being cool. I feel like for me, I prefer to, like, be able to just, like, stay in one spot at night and, like, kind of take in those night views rather than, like, keep moving, per se. Yeah,
1: um, I hear that, too. I, I
0: feel like I kind of needed to throw that out there because it's not like I just, like, as soon as the sun goes down, I'm just, like, out and don't want anything to do with anything either. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um. So one question I got to ask this because, honestly, this... I don't want to say I'm, like, super scared about this, but I'm definitely a little bit sketched out about hiking at night, mostly because of snakes, honestly, but I'll kind of open it up to any wildlife in general. Did you ever see, like, any eyes through the woods or, like, come close to any snakes at night or anything sketchy like that while you were hiking? <laughs> I, I, had um, no. I had to ask. I had to ask.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. So I know you've got a think about snakes. <laughs> um, this is but, true. Yeah, so... I guess the short answer is no, not really. Um, I don't even know if this is true, but one of my friends, also from the South, told me that uh, copperheads smell like cucumber when they're like (laughs) rattled yeah yeah i don't so don't quote me on this everyone out there someone verify i've literally tried to look this this multiple times right now i've tried to i've tried to look this up so many times and i can't like it seems
0: what do i what do i even search copperheads smell like
1: cute cucumber yeah (laughs) (laughs) um But it was weird. I don't know if it was a mental thing because it is night hiking and so, like, you're a little bit more on edge or what. But every once in a while, I would smell, like, very strongly, I would smell the scent of cucumber. I swear. Oh, boy. Um, Yeah. So, I don't know. But I never actually saw them. Um, Of course, copperheads are a little, you know, a little more on the shy side. So... I don't know. But um, every once in a while, I would. And the other people I'd be hiking with at night would be like, yeah, I smell it too. So I don't – are you finding it? Are you finding I, it? Anything? Does it say I, that it's not true? Because I've literally tried <laughs> to look this up so many times, and it seems like it goes both right ways. Right now, I'm
0: on the aptly named CopperheadSnake.net. And this says – let's see. Another one is that – this is like myths about Copperheads – but, it, it it, but, okay, but no, it's no, a no, no, but it like, it like contradicts. It's, it's okay. So this is under the myth section. It says another one is that it smells like cucumber, which is generally not true as they only secrete an odor resembling cucumber when they feel threatened, such as when intruders pass okay. by. So maybe it is true. Yes. Copperheadsnake.net. Somebody go verify this site because it does look kind of sketchy. I'm not going to lie. Yes, but,
1: someone please, because I really want to know. I, would I couldn't it. find anything. Yeah, I couldn't find anything, but it was weird because walking out in the woods, it was only at night I would actually well, for the most part i I should say it was like i don't know seventy thirty right right um I would smell all of a sudden this very strong scent of cucumber um and maybe it was just one of my friends that that Told me that to begin with during a night hike where I got nervous and then after that like my brain just triggered that at mm-hmm. night I don't know
0: or um, maybe your friends were like just fucking with you the whole time and they like brought out cucumbers on purpose to like <laughs> further their point <laughs> but that's the know.
1: thing I wasn't with them I wasn't with the the same people the whole time were they time, ahead of so you maybe they like scared. dropped
0: some along the trail no I, yeah I think, they did it on purpose ver- no. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: wow that that would be yeah quite the prank um, cucumbers are
0: heavy too so yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say no to that one.
1: I'm, like, it honestly triggers me now. Whenever I smell <laughs> this, like, someone's, like, burning a smell of a cucumber or cucumber water or whatever, it, like, makes me nervous. And I'm like, why am I nervous right now? And then I remember, oh, yeah, the snake's it nice.
0: That is so funny. I'm, I'm, like, um, glad I didn't know that when I was hiking because I feel like I wouldn't be able to go to, like, barbecues anymore, like, in case someone was, like, growing some cucumbers. Oh, okay, people
1: that are on the 18 now that are listening to this, please tell us if you smell and then also see yes. a copperhead. Yes,
0: absolutely. <laughs>
1: um, Man, what was even the original? I don't even know. And wildlife. Oh, wildlife yeah. Scary wildlife. <laughs> yeah, at night. Um, No, the scariest moment that happened for me at night uh, was so I started, I can't even remember. One of the new england towns i want to say okay what was that upper goose pond do you remember yep. upper goose pond yep. it was really really yep. nice okay what was the town before that
0: oh uh, let's see i actually hung out with a friend from college like the day before i passed there so like i uh, uh great barrington that's what it is i i great i didn't go there okay, yet yeah, yeah. because i was with my buddy but I, I remember passing it yeah
1: well okay so i had kind of a crazy day i left great barrington around 11 a.m. And then I learned about Upper Goose and the the blueberry pancakes that exist there. And I decided that I was going to do 28 miles after a ele- start. It By the way, I'm a slow <laughs> hiker, okay? <laughs> but I decided I'm going to do 28 miles after 11 a.m. And I convinced um, someone, else, another friend that I run into, I convinced them to join me as well. And... As we're hiking, obviously, it's going to end up being nighttime, which neither right. one of us have a problem with. And when it does, we we hear what we think is the sound of a bear, like, in the distance. And we had heard that there was – there were even signs posted that there was a really active bear in the area. So we were nervous that we were going to run into it because we could hear the sounds in the distance. Um, and I had – until then, I hadn't heard what I – still believe was a disgruntled bear um and all of a sudden in the at this point it's like pitch black we just have our headlamps and both of them happen to be dying like on low battery so like fading uh but we see something hunched over a uh trail magic cooler that was left like in the woods um off of this dirt road okay. and we think it's a bear <laughs> so we start clicking our poles at it because we had been hearing this sound for miles uh. um of of a bear and it uh, a hiker looks up uh. at us and was like what are you guys doing <laughs> um so no that that's literally the extent of the scary things that i okay. saw in the woods was another hiker that then joined our conga line okay that's good Two blueberry pancakes in the morning. So, yeah, that's, that's why I'm totally on board with night hiking. Like, I didn't see any snakes. I only supposedly smell them. We'll see if that's even a <laughs> thing. But, yeah, I saw less wildlife at night than I did during the day. Although, I mean, like, you hear things, but yeah.
0: that's it. No, no, no eyes, like, off in the distance, like being lit up by the headlamp.
1: No, but you know what? One early morning at like 4 a.m., I did accidentally get between what i still believe is a a baby moose and a mom oh, moose. Oh wow. And that was scary. That was scary. Those things sound like dinosaurs walking through. Oh yeah,
0: moose are so crazy.
1: Yeah, that that freaked me out. But that was the scariest. And that wasn't late evening. That was early morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Though i guess still at night. <laughs> yeah, i
0: actually had a moose. I can't remember if i've told this story on the show before. I had a moose come into a campsite at like 5 in the morning like that no, I didn't way. see it
1: I, came into a camp it came site?
0: into a campsite. Yeah. So it was a, it wasn't a shelter. It was just like a established campsite there. And we were all just, I mean, I was in my hammock, uh, a couple other people around and I didn't actually see it, but yeah, I was just like snoozing away. Was, definitely wasn't getting up at 5am that day. And then I just woke up to yo, there's a moose in our campsite for my friend Indy. So I like bolted up. I got out of my hammock and like, I kind of heard it run away and like I said, it was already gone by the time I got out of my hammock, but Indy said that he had like a clear view of it underneath his tarp because he was in a hammock as well. And he's like, yeah, dude, it was just like walking around our campsite. And I heard it like walking around for a few minutes. And then once I actually saw it, that's when he like yelled out to us. So that was an interesting way to wake up that morning. Those, those wow, things are crazy. that is a very
1: yeah. brave moose.
0: I know, I know. I guess he wasn't too brave because he didn't want to stick around to meet us, but I'm kind of thankful for that anyway, so... <laughs> That was in Maine, of course, because that's really the only place you're most likely going to see moose. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, kind of back to the night thing. The last question I had about this is: Did you ever like get off the trail or like get lost at all while you were hiking at night? I don't think so. No.
1: Which makes me think that probably no. Otherwise, I think I would. I would. <laughs> I feel like you
0: probably would remember <laughs>
1: something really dramatic. Because I, I feel like that's that's, um, but no. that's
0: something that like could potentially go wrong.
1: No, 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 and I don't wanna sound like I'm totally advocating like night hiking and like you know, just go for it kind of oh no,
0: no, 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 that's not what you're doing, don't worry,
1: yeah, no, no, like be smart about it, obviously, um, have
0: extra batteries, that's pretty important, yes,
1: have extra yeah, please learn from me, have extra batteries, um, no, the scariest thing, let's see besi- besides the moose thing, which like I said, was early morning, um was i guess i I got caught, so I was telling you earlier before we started recording, that I had to clean up some miles in Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Um, And whenever I went back to finish um, those miles, I was hiking southbound. And while I was there, I hit so much rain. Um, And this was back when hurricane season was in full effect. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was hiking by myself at night and got caught um, one night in a pretty intense rainstorm. And I didn't know people around me there weren't hikers like waiting for me that like knew that i'd be missing and that was the sketchiest time where i was like okay i'm gonna be lucky if i make it (laughs) and this was not smart i'm not gonna make this mistake again i'm gonna check the weather yeah yeah if the weather's bad i'm not doing this (laughs) um so yeah just
0: gotta play it safe just gotta play it safe
1: yeah yeah definitely play it safe (laughs) on that end
0: definitely if anybody listening to this has like any cool like night hiking stories or like Sketchy stories, definitely let me know because I'd love to hear that. Um, or maybe I don't want to hear it, maybe that's just going to convince me to not night hike even more. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I think we're going to kind of transition. We're going to talk about something called the four state challenge. Now, I'm sure a lot of you have heard of this, maybe some of you haven't. Maybe you, PCT people, West Coast people. I t- that 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 sounded mean I don't mean to make fun of you because I do have quite a bit of people that listen to this from California but maybe some people that aren't as familiar with the AT haven't heard of this what it is to my understanding is basically when you hike through four states in one shot so the AT it is like I think is it like 40 ish something miles right
1: So, ours, I don't know what the actual thing is. Ours ended up being 46 something because we did a couple side trails for some views. Um, So, I can't remember the actual (laughs) amount of just the stage. You did
0: side trails while you were in the midst of like a 40 mile day. (laughs) Oh man!
1: Yes, um, my friend, yeah, my friend Treebeard really was about the views, and we we hit a a view at sunset at just the perfect time. And we can resist, so nice, nice, yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh,
0: for what this what this is is basically, you start in Virginia, you cross through West Virginia and then you hike all of Maryland and then you get into Pennsylvania at the end of the challenge yeah. or vice versa if you're going southbound honestly. Right. So you don't
1: really hike through you don't hike through four states but you do end up hitting four states. I you guess hike in like you would in four
0: states in one day.
1: Yeah, you hit you hit um I guess through two states but yeah, hit four. Right, total. right.
0: So my first question about this Again, for those of you that don't know, the trail in West Virginia only has a couple miles, and most of it's through a town called Harper's Ferry. So I had a buddy that I hiked with um, later on in the trail after we had already gotten well past Harper's Ferry, but this guy named Classic, and he had told me about how he did the four-state challenge. And he was in Harper's Ferry, and he hiked back to Virginia, like southbound to Virginia, just to start the challenge and then... Redo yeah, it yeah, just cause... to do it. So I was gonna ask you, like, did you do something like that, or like, did you just like kind of blow right through Harper's Ferry uh, for the challenge?
1: No. So we actually, one of our um, trial fa- like a trial family member's parents were in town, so we ended up in. We left Virginia, got picked up from the Virginia-West Virginia crossing, and um, we spent a full day in Harper's Ferry so we could enjoy it and we could like get our void oh, right and all of that yeah a uh, day before when it was all going to be open uh which this is the way that i recommend doing yeah,
0: it yeah.
1: um and and spent some time in harper's Ferry, so we got to enjoy it and then we went we got a drop off um just thankfully like i said one of our child members families were in town um and was able to do this for us they dropped us off at like uh, i don't know like two or three in the morning um Two miles out from – that, th- this is one of the reasons why it's so long because you have to be dropped off, um, I think, two or three miles from the actual uh, board, West Virginia-Virginia yeah, border crossing. Yeah. Um, so that adds some mileage right there. And then, you, yeah, you hike all through West Virginia. So when we were actually hiking through it, it was pitch black and um, nothing was open. And then uh, went through all of Maryland and then ended up hitting Pennsylvania, which it took us – um we were lucky that we made it under the 24 hours (laughs) it took us all literally all day
0: yeah i can imagine honestly yeah one of the reasons why i never really considered doing it was because i didn't really want to just like blow through harper's ferry like that but the fact that you like had those circumstances had that opportunity definitely makes it a lot more appealing i still don't know if i would do it but like that 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 makes a lot (laughs) more sense so i guess i'll ask you why why did you decide to do it that's
1: a good question um I don't really know the answer. I, I feel like there's not um, like a
0: like a definitive answer to that. I'm, I'm just kind of curious yeah. It's almost like how it's it almost happened, like asking
1: like why why put yourself like why hike yeah. <laughs> two thousand one hundred ninety nine miles Very like true. <laughs> why do that? Um, so I guess I guess part of it was uh, one of our. Uh, trail family members was just really into doing all of the at challenges and this was one of them and two i i wanted to challenge myself like i said i'm a pretty mediocre hiker as far as like speed goes and um like being ultralight and all of that stuff like i don't know what i'm doing (laughs) um but i thought maybe i could challenge myself distance wise maybe i have like some endurance and um i don't know i just thought it'd be a fun challenge like i don't know why not (laughs) um and i think i think the biggest thing though was you're in virginia which by the way i enjoyed virginia but you're in virginia for what feels like comparatively forever yeah yeah. um so if you can go from being in a state for a month or over a month to hitting (laughs) four four states in a day it feels pretty good that's so
0: (laughs) badass for real yeah that, that makes a lot more sense I mean, again, like it's not like there's like a definitive like, oh, I did it because of reason A or reason B. I was just kind of curious about like why you decided to, I guess. Um, yeah, I
1: guess I guess, like I guess we just wanted to challenge ourselves. Yeah. we just want to see if yeah. we could, which makes a
0: lot of sense. I feel like if I had been hiking with somebody who like really wanted to do it, then maybe I would have considered it. But I was like kind of by mm-hmm. myself for uh, a couple days around that time. So I just, I was like, nope. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't know that I'd do it by myself. If you if you do the 4 State Challenge by yourself, like, kudos yeah. for you because I, I don't think I'd be doing and that. And kudos <laughs> to my friend
0: Classic for hiking southbound all the way back to the Virginia border just to start over yeah. and do, like, that's, wow. that's nuts. I couldn't do that.
1: That is that is awesome. He also
0: said that he did the, what is it, like the 24 24 24 challenge.
1: Oh, the 24 24. Oh, that is Madness. I to know. Me.
0: I, I. I feel like he might have been stretching the truth a little bit with that one. <laughs> that's. Uh, I believe. Maybe
1: you're gonna. You're gonna call him a liar on the. On your. He podcast. doesn't even like
0: have a Facebook, so he's never gonna hear this. So yeah, I'm gonna call you a liar. Classic. Fuck you. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, okay. <laughs> so, we're gonna transition into a topic that has. L- how do I phrase this? We're going to transition into something a little bit less goofy, I guess, as the four-state challenge. So one of the things that I found kind of unique about Rosie's Through hike was that she is married and she still somehow, like, made this... Let's see, I say somehow, like, it's, like, somehow made this work. But no, she still made this hike work. <laughs> and that is something that's pretty unique. I don't... I don't know if I've ever had a guest on that was um, married when they did their through hike uh, I, I don't I don't think so. I guess Russell Korfman was um, I don't know, but I, I, we didn't talk about it so anyways, we're gonna talk a little bit about that we're gonna I'm gonna pretend to be a really, really bad like therapist, I guess during this n- <laughs> not not really <laughs> okay. okay so how long had you and your husband been together uh, when you set out for your through hike? Um, seven years. Seven years, so quite a while.
1: Yeah. Oh, actually, sorry. By the time I started, uh, like six years.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. It's still a long time. And how did he like kind of react when you said that you wanted to go do this?
1: Um, he wasn't surprised. <laughs> um, I guess he's just after six years, he was used to me being like this. In fact, I was asking him before this. I was like asking him a few questions, like, "How did you feel?" I just went like a refresher and um and did you ever like wanna stop me or uh prevent me from doing this or like maybe like try to curb my desire to do this or something like that and um he was like no i know you well enough that you're pretty strong-willed like once you set your mind to to something you're you're going to do and um and yeah no he was he was just totally supportive the entire time from the get-go once i presented it yeah which is
0: really awesome so i guess I the question I have written down here, which I could probably elaborate and ramble on about for a minute, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. How did you guys make it work? Like what were see there? I go. I'm not. No, I'm not gonna ramble. How did you guys make it work? <laughs>
1: um, I guess I get. I I feel like we're almost eating because, um, distance is just something that's been built into our relationship from the beginning. Uh, like I said earlier, he's military, mm-hmm. Okay. so there have been several times where I've been the one that's, like, held down the fort or whatever yeah, for yeah. six months while he's been gone, and, and I think that probably gives me a lot of, um, maybe credit, I guess, to be able to do something like this, um, just because I'm used to him being gone, and, distance has just always been built into our relationship like even from the beginning while we were dating it was long distance Mm -hmm. and um we're just used to that and it's we we know how to make that work and um it's not something weird or foreign or like i don't know how to survive without you kind of thing you know
0: right right makes sense for sure um were there any times where I'm, i'm again i'm really trying to like phrase this right or as right as i can you can phrase it times... however you want it's
1: fine
0: okay were, did you guys almost no just kidding um were there that didn't even make sense <laughs> did, we,
1: did we did we almost divorce because of the trail i mean like that, you're that, that's, you that's
0: the joke i was gonna make that that's not what i was gonna actually ask that was my joke that did not come out well at all uh but no. <laughs> were there any like stressful times i guess while you were hiking uh because of just being away for so long, can people listening to this tell I haven't had a girlfriend in like a long time and don't really think <laughs> about relationships too often?
1: <laughs> um, Stressful, I mean, I would say there's probably like periods that would be more convenient um, if I had been home. But overall, like I said, distance has just always been built in and something that we're used to. But um, how we made it work was I prioritized um, I knew from the beginning that we'd be moving from Virginia to Texas, which is where we're living now, uh, while I was on the trail, and I knew that'd be a difficult transition. So I had planned from the beginning to come off trail to help us move. And um, while we were moving, I was off trail for two weeks. While we were moving, um, we figured out a way to make it work to where he could come on trail for a week after we moved. And um, and he was able to see like what the trail culture is really like yeah, and, yeah. and all of that. And, and I would say, I mean, he tells me now, but he would never have told me in the beginning because he always wanted to be supportive. But before he was able to experience the trail, he was kind of nervous um mm. about what i was doing which which
0: i feel like is pretty like reasonable for yeah, somebody who yeah, has totally. experienced that right
1: i mean you would hope that that you hope someone that cares about you is like a little nervous when you say yeah, like hey yeah. I, i'm gonna like hike for a while and i don't know when i'm gonna come back like it might be six months or it might be like two weeks <laughs> yeah. to, i mean like especially with me like i don't know what i'm doing you know like <laughs> do i want to do 100 miles or do i want to do 2000 something i'm not sure right, right. <laughs> um and he always knew it was open-ended for me but yeah, once he was able to come onto the trail, and this was, like, I think a month after I'd been on trail, uh, and he really experienced what it's like, he was even more so all about it. And and one of the things, which, I guess first off, if you're gonna, if you're trying to make it work through li- with a relationship, like, be with someone that's gonna be supportive about your goals yeah, and dreams. Yeah. You know? And um, he's just always been that way, so much so that he was the person that I'd be texting if I was, I don't know, irrationally scared about something, he would be the one responding to my text messages saying like, hey, it's okay, like whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and he always tried to help like lighten my gear load. Um, and and the biggest thing that he did that helped me from uh, being – while being on the trail was um, – he towards the end whenever i i started i started weighing um while i was in new york i think i told you earlier new york was the roughest state for me and it was I, for
0: me too honestly yeah, so yeah. you're not alone there yeah
1: yeah i listened to the when you ranked all the all the states yeah, yeah I, I totally agree new <laughs> york was the fan. worst new <laughs> york was the worst <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry new york <laughs> um i got over it in the, in the end but um yeah. yeah for a while new york like emotionally was just like the roughest for me and mentally And physically, like just all the ways. New York was the worst. And that was the only time where I would say whenever I was weighing whether or not I wanted to be on trail or not be on trail, that was the closest it ever got for maybe I don't want to be on trail. Okay. Um, And that's when he started writing letters to me. So. Whatever um, states I had up ahead, I knew that there was a letter waiting for me at a post oh, office. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. I know. That's, like, super cornball and, like, gross. And people are probably, like, gagging right now. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> no, it Like, real. it
1: just really encouraged me. Like, I was like, I've got a letter um, to pick up in, you and, know, whatever states. And it's still, like, a
0: way for him to be, like, involved in the hike, you know, beyond yeah. just, like, a text message, obviously. like Like, still being able to, like, almost, like... Give like some sort of like comfort beyond just like your cell phone screen. I guess I don't know. Yeah, that 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 definitely makes a lot of sense. I I can't yeah. relate for obvious reasons, but like. <laughs> um i i people who might be hiking uh that have a significant other or a spouse like definitely uh, back home that is definitely take note of that like i think i think that's a really cool idea
1: yeah honestly it wasn't even him that like made it hard to be in a relationship while on the trail it was other people that made it difficult like other people's opinions um yeah yeah and and for the most part I just like brush it off like you have no idea like what my relationships like.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's actually that that's what my last question on this uh, topic was going to be. So I don't agree with this. Um, but I'm just kind of curious to know cuz I've I've heard people like say this too. And again, I feel like on the surface like it's kind of reasonable uh, especially for someone who doesn't really know very much about through hiking or the Appalachian yeah. Trail, but I feel like some people might consider it kind of selfish to take off like that. Uh, while you're married, while you have like a serious significant other, uh, what would you say to people that have that opinion?
1: Um. Well, the first thing I would say is it's none of your business. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's the that's the real answer, but you know what I'm going for.
1: Um. But for other people, um, and I mean, like, it, it wouldn't be something that I would do if if it made my significant other or spouse or partner or, you know, whatever, however you want to classify it, um, uncomfortable. Uh, but at the same time, I wouldn't be maybe this is just me, but I wouldn't be married to somebody that would
0: have yeah, a problem with yeah. something
1: like that. You know, and that's that's more like a personal thing. Yeah. 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 Um but I don't know. I just I don't really see how It's I I mean like maybe if you have kids, obviously that's like a totally different game. But
0: that adds in a whole nother factor too. yeah, Yeah, for sure.
1: Um but the selfish thing, like, I don't know. Maybe maybe I deal with it less because I've already dealt with him being gone multiple times. So I don't really I don't see distance as being something selfish. Um it's just something to navigate around and
0: Right, right.
1: Um maybe if you have that kind of opinion, I would look more at like, okay, do you have kind of a limited view on like what marriage is or like what relationships are? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it, for me, it's more like, okay, am I with somebody that supports my goals and dreams? And at that point in time, that was a goal and dream of mine, you know? Right, right. And I'm so, I'm so thankful that he was like behind me a hundred percent. And if the roles had been reversed, I would have been behind him a hundred percent. And that's what he told me, even when I was asking him before, like just for refreshers on how he felt, um, before he started recording, um, He was like, no, the biggest emotion like I felt that could have been construed as negative is just jealous. Like, (laughs) I I wish I could go out and do that. And like, one day I will. And yeah, so so no, he was 100 percent supportive.
0: No, I, I think that's I think that's so awesome that you made that work. It's really awesome that he was so supportive obviously as well maybe you'll have to try to convince him to come with you for your next one what do you say
1: <laughs> oh my gosh i wish yeah we'll see we'll see it all it, it, so many factors but yeah i'm trying
0: <laughs> gotta try gotta try yeah
1: that's the goal like our goal would be cdt together
0: oh there you go yeah yeah,
1: yeah. but we'll see Perfect. how many years it takes it might be a few it might be a lot we'll <laughs> just see we'll see
0: <laughs> well you got plenty of time the trail's not going anywhere which is my right. favorite, like, cringy yep. hiking statement to say. No, I love
1: that. I lo- it is cringy, but I don't care. I love that. It's reassuring. <laughs> it's reassuring. It's like, okay, PCT twenty twenty. And at first, I was on board with this, and and now because I I just got a job, I can't be, and um, and that's what I just keep telling myself. I'm like, the trail still going to be there. In oh okay. The yeah. <laughs> you
0: got plenty of time. You got plenty of time. Um, all right. So I think we're gonna kind of get into the last segment of the show, my favorite segment. People who listen to the show are probably gonna repeat the words I'm about to say, like word for word, because I pretty much say the same thing every time. But story time. That's right. <laughs> I should come. Up, I should get like a theme song for this. Segment. You should. Yeah. If, <laughs> if anybody, if anybody listening to this can play guitar and sing, or even if you can't, like, you could try, maybe come up with, like, a little, like, Trail Tales story time theme song, that'd be, that'd be sweet. (laughs) Anyways, so, Rosie, I always like to ask my guests at the end to just share a couple stories, anything at all related to their through hike, um, whether it's hitchhiking, in town, out of town, I don't even care, like, somewhere not even on the trail while you were taking a break from the trail, I don't know, anything at all related to your hike, so, what do you want to share with my little audience here tonight? Oh,
1: gosh, so much. Like I don't it's such a hard question really because it is, it's so I open know. ended. Actually
0: it's... <laughs> it's not always. Like, I feel like there's some people that have like the one like definitive story. Yeah, maybe. And then there's other people that have like so much like kinda like you just said that you like yeah. just don't even know where to start. But unfortunately we have to pick a couple, so <laughs> um
1: Okay, yeah. So um I, it's, like, super cliche to say, but, I mean, it's so true that the trail just provides exactly what you need. And I guess one of the most, like, profound moments for me was, so I I left Ricefield Shelter. Um, this is what I was telling you earlier, that I had some miles to clean up in Virginia, and that's because my grandmother passed away while I was on the trail, And, um, she, she hadn't passed away yet whenever I got the call. And so I left Ricefield shelter, which is right outside of Parisburg. And like, (laughs) I just filled up a huge food bag, um,
0: ready to go. Yeah.
1: And, um, and um then that evening like once we made it to the shelter is like when i got the call and so that next morning 2 days later was going to be my birthday and my troll family had was going to surprise me with a mug cake and um and so they just decided i told them like hey i have to go i have to hike back down into parisburg and leave um this is going on and so they celebrated my birthday there and um and they Say me happy birthday. They even packed out candles, which like, oh, you know nice. what it's like as, you know, <laughs> you're an yeah, ultralighter, yeah. right? I don't know. i try. Um, i yeah. try. <laughs> um, so that's a pretty big deal. Um, uh, but yeah, that morning we watched the sunrise together and um, they they celebrated my birthday and then I left and I, I didn't even know if I would ever see them again. Um, I didn't know if... Uh, I'd even be coming back to trail because my grandma hadn't passed away yet. And so I w- it wasn't something where I was going to be like, you know, like TikTok, like um, yeah, I have yeah. something to do. It was just always, I mean, like I said from the beginning, like this whole thing was just open-ended for me. And if I didn't make it back, like, that's okay too. Mm-hmm. And and that's how I approached it. And um, so because of that, I was I was sad. I didn't think I'd ever see them again. And I wasn't even sure if I'd return to the trail. Well, two and a half weeks later... I, I was back on the trail and I decided to return in the, in the shinies instead of where I, instead of where I stopped. And I always told myself, okay, if I, if I make it to Katahdin and I still want to keep hiking, like I'll come back and scoop up these miles. And that's what I ended right, up right. doing. Um, so that's why I call my, I, I call my trek a mostly no because I hiked those miles <laughs> downtown. <laughs> that's
0: um, a new one. Yeah. <laughs> I like
1: that. Um, so, uh so, my first day back on trail, I'm a little, like, uneasy, like, should I be back here? Should I be doing this kind of thing? Um, and it was my, like I said, my first day back, I was in the shinnies, and literally the first, I, I'm, I'm hiking, like, maybe 45 minutes. As I'm hiking, I hear behind me, hey, is that Rosie? And... <laughs> And I turn around, and it's my friend Robin Hood, and then behind Robin Hood is my friend Treebeard and Masking and Happy Feet, and literally all of the people that I left at Ricefield Shelter were the first people I oh, saw nice. back on trail.
0: So you guys didn't like coordinate to like no, meet up there?
1: No, I didn't coordinate with them at all, and they were. It, it was just it wow. was crazy to me, um, and and that was just it. Just felt like a sign, like. Yep. No, I'm. I'm good. You I'm where I am right supposed to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Um, That's. So see, yeah. I. I kind of assumed that when you said you skipped up to the shinnies that you did that to like get back with your trail family no I, it I was something purely it was purely do,
1: like um just logistics i had a friend in that area that i knew could pick me up from the airport and um, okay, wow. at that point like yeah me and my husband were already uh we had moved to texas at that point and so i didn't have really anybody that could just like come pick me up and drop me off like exactly where i need to be except for i had one friend that was nearby the shinnies and i was like that's that that could work and so i was dropped off there and i was also worried about making it like i said i'm a slow hiker so i was worried about making it to katahdin in time before it closed yeah with the
0: with the um, weeks off like that yeah it makes sense yeah. wow that's that's so incredible and then you just happened to just right as yep. soon as you got back on the trail
1: yeah it's pretty great
0: that's that's so amazing wow <laughs> how how long like did you hike with uh that group uh, after um, that?
1: that's a good question i want to say a like a month or so Oh, um, nice! Yeah, okay, I wow, had to hop yeah. on and off trail. Um, I was off trail three times, so <laughs> it was a little disjointed. Yeah, but
0: um, oh, that's awesome! That's yeah, awesome. I think I've got
1: another month then.
0: All right. Well, I think that's all we got then, Rosie. Thank you so, so much for taking the time to do this. Thank you for like kind of working out like the time and the days and we kind of had a little back and forth with trying to set this up. We weren't (laughs) even sure if it was going to happen and it did and it was awesome. So I really, really, really appreciate that. Uh, Thank you very much. So with that said, the last question I want to ask before we go is what does the future hold for you as far as hiking goes?
1: Um, so it's, it's kind of like my, my AT hike, it's pretty open-ended, um, <laughs> this next week I'm looking at just like some really small hikes around Big Ben. but as far as through hiking goes, um, I don't know, I was thinking PCT 2020, but then I got a job that I'm super right, excited right. to share, um, about that, that kind of gives back to nature and, um and I'll start that in April and that's going to kind of determine when I through hike again but I definitely want to I mean I'm looking at a triple crown but we'll see but we'll Absolutely, see yeah that's what we'll I see. was going for I know it's
0: <laughs> tough to like hold somebody to like a specific like time period but you know I just kind of wanted to hear like what your thoughts are as far as doing another one and it sounds like you were excited about that which is amazing
1: i mean it's it's there but i don't know it's always an (laughs) if for me it's always a we'll see
0: (laughs) right right okay um i know that the way that we got in contact was because i had followed you on instagram this past summer when we were both hiking so for the people that want to go and check out some of your photos and stuff rosie has some really really awesome stuff on there where can they go to do that
1: um they can go to ramblin.rosie it's r-a-m-b-l-i-n dot r o s i e on instagram and uh yeah that's it that's all i've
0: got awesome (laughs) all right well that's a wrap then rosie don't hang up quite yet but to everybody listening thank you so much here i'm going to try to rattle off all the times that people listen to podcasts so enjoy the rest of your drive or your work or your hike can't forget that one or your laundry folding your snow shoveling your treadmill running oh man i feel like there's some more i'm forgetting rosie when are some times that you listen to podcasts or you could see somebody listening to a podcast
1: pretty much that's when i'm driving <laughs> you already covered already driving it. yeah see,
0: that's what that's what like most people say or they say hiking which is to be fair that's like the only times i ever listen to podcasts so <laughs> i don't know thank you so much for listening everybody rosie thank you again everybody have a good one